hello there. I came here to party. It is Easter, and、uh, I hope you all had a good Easter. As you're going to listen to this tomorrow, as I'm recording this today, which is Sunday, but you're going to listen to it on Monday, maybe. Who knows? I can't tell you when to listen to this. You have to decide that for yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, moving on.、Um, yeah, I'm a Jew who celebrates Easter. Yeah, well, hey,、um, my mom grew up.、Uh, Christian, Catholic, so I mean, you know, I, my dad's side's Jewish, which I mean, you know, some people would, a lot of people would argue that makes me not so much of a Jew, but I, I mean, I was bar mitzvahed and I went to temple a whole lot more than I went to church. I think I went to church once, I think, once, I think I went to temple hundreds of times, so I mean, comparatively,、uh, you know, I'm accepted in the Jewish community as a Jew. So get off my back, critics, okay? <laughs> anyway, moving on to music and things that matter. Here we go. Oh, Hiro the Hero can do no wrong. They're so amazing. I love this band.、Uh, they have just probably the biggest list of featured vocalists on an album that I've ever seen in my life. They have、uh, David Draymond of Disturbed on a song, they have、uh, Chad Gray of、um... <laughs> Hell Yeah, of course. And、uh, Mudvayne. <laughs> I was mixing Mudvayne up for a second with somebody else in my head, like, what's the matter with you? And I'm like, it's not that. Yeah, so、uh, this is just unbelievable. Hiro the Hero just can do no wrong. And now they have a new song called Legendary with Brandon Saller of Atreyu. And、uh, it's just awesome. So check this out. Awesome. The riffs are incredible. It's super catchy. The vocalist is, oh, he's off the chain. He's got so much energy. He's just amazing in the videos. And he's like, there's no video for this one that I saw, but um, the video with、uh, Chad Gray and David Draymond, those videos, oh my God, this guy is just, he's got such personality and such energy and charisma. And like, I just love Hyro the Hero. You guys need to check out Hyro the Hero. H Y R O the Hero. Hero.、Um, yeah, the song with Jad, Chad Gray is、uh, called Fight, and it's absolutely amazing. It's just the production value is unbelievable, too. They bring in this, the, these like really reverby synth bells at the end of the song、uh, with Chad Gray that just like completely just make the last chorus pop in such a big way. And oh my god, and this song's wonderful. 
I don't know if I quite like it as much as Fight. I'm not going to lie. I'm an honest guy. This is an honest podcast. But yes, um, I do like it. So yeah, Legendary featuring Brandon Saller of Atreyu. Good song. Catchy. Cool things going on there. Um, you know, some cool things you usually only hear in like Atreyu songs with the interesting vocal layering and stuff. So I like how when Hiro the Hero features a vocalist, um, their vocalist is, you know, going nuts and doing his thing, but he's also able to just provide this breadth of space for whoever they have on that they're featuring. And uh, they're the best. They're the, they're the perfect example of a band that should have features and know how to incorporate them in the best way. So I, bravo. I love this band. Hiro the Hero is amazing. Next up, we got a new release from The Shins. I don't know if you remember The Shins, but uh, that movie Garden State way back in the day with Zach Braff and Natalie Portman. I used to love that movie, and uh, the sound mostly because of the soundtrack. And The Shins have a few song on that, songs on that record, that soundtrack. And uh, I know that they definitely gained a great deal of popularity from that. So if you've heard of The Shins before, it's probably because of that. But regardless, this new song's super cool. It doesn't sound like anything I've heard from them before, but I mean, it's it's not quite a new song. It's called The Great Divide, but it's uh, called Flipped. Like, it's in parentheses as Flipped, so I assume it's a different take on the original song, Great Divide, which I, I didn't check out the original yet. I uh, That kind of just occurred to me. But <laughs> regardless, uh, The Great Divide, The Shins, the song's awesome. interesting way to go about the chorus <laughs> i really love this song um the lyrics are incredible the vocal harmonies especially are the reason that i adore it uh i love how they incorporate the retro sounding guitar tone that's a very like it's very do, do, do. i mean that's nah, i mean it's got to be a bass obviously but uh you know it's just um it's, it's hard to tell the difference between, like, to, to say that that's not, you know, the lower range of a guitar as well, going do, 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 No, I guess that low note, that would have to be a bass, but regardless, super cool song. Um, if that is a bass, though, it's so weird that it's formed so, that that's such a central part of 
the the higher end frequencies of the song. So very, I don't know, it's super interesting. Of course, the Shins are going to have interesting production, though they've been around forever, doing the doing the great thing, doing the awesome thing, and I'm thankful for it. And I'm very happy they're putting out new music still. This is super interesting. I love how they have these synths though. With the, it just creates this very vibey atmosphere with the the reverb and the. I love that production and on the the synth layers that they have in the song. It's just unbelievable. Yes, regardless, the Shins, the Great Divide. This is the flipped version. Make sure you check them both out. I'm gonna check out the other one after this show. You know, get some popcorn, read a book. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Without the popcorn, yeah. Hey, hang out with your friends on the weekends. Not right now, because so so show distancing. Yeah. Well, hey, do it. Just be safe. Everybody being safe and stuff, but. <sighs> What I wouldn't, uh, you know, give for, what's that word? Oh yeah, normalcy. You know, like you, you that you thought it was a thing that was just gonna be there forever, and then you realized that it wasn't, and it kind of took you a minute, and then we all got frustrated, and then we all kind of chilled, and then we all got frustrated again, and uh, you know, things happen, and the internet has a way of really bringing people together in ways that are both good and bad. And uh, I think we've saw both, all, all the extremes of that in the past year. So I'm really just praying to God that we can keep everybody okay and move to a, a better place because that's where we got to go. We got to all just, you know, keep our eyes open and stay informed and all that good news regardless. Um, next up, yeah. Evanescence. I, I know I've been sharing a bunch of songs from Evanescence, but ooh, this the the bridge in this song that I'm going to show you. It's just it's probably one of my favorite bridges that's ever been in a song. It just the the melody. Everybody's trying to do the melodic thing in rock and roll, you know, in this in this rock music that doesn't consist of relying on blast beats and stuff like that. They're all going for the melody on the other spectrum, you know, with Breaking Benjamin and Evanescence and all them. So. I, I love uh, I love where it's gone. I love the you know I mean like Breaking Benjamin's last album, Ember and Aurora. Those are my favorite albums by them. And uh, Evanescence just put out by far my favorite album that they've ever done. It's just unbelievable. Like you you think these bands like because you always hear about bands you know like well it was really like the seventies and the eighties where you had these bands that would just consistently try to change who they were and just would kind of, and people were like. <sighs> Evanescence has not ever had to change who they are. They just have figured out and settled into who they are over a very long period of time. And now I'm completely blown, I'm utterly blown away by what they have put together with this album. So check out this, uh, the bridge of Broken Pieces Shine, the second song on the album. Check this out.
every goosebump that could occur on my body just happened. It's just like what, like, I. Mm. It took me a little bit to digest. Like with this song, it, it's it wasn't like uh, better without you, where I immediately just fell in love with it or far from heaven like those are just two really great songs on the album that i immediately was like oh yo but this one like it took me a little bit and when i really like just digested the whole song it's just so spectacular and the concept is so spectacular and the lyrics are spectacular and the melodies those harmonies oh my oh my goodness just absolutely unbelievable song um also just the idea of your being that your scars and what's broken you quote unquote, uh, being what can ultimately help you to shine in general is just such a beautiful concept that's been carried for millennia. I mean, the, Oh, um, there's this, this Asian art that, uh, of, um, taking broken pottery and, they glue it, they, they cement it back together with golden clay to show that, so that this comes back together and now the most beautiful parts of it are the, the cracks in, in this piece of pottery or a vase and uh, then they give it as a gift to signify that the parts of you, that the, the, the things you've gone through that have hurt you and the most are really what make you who you are as a person and will actually bring out your true character, even in spite, in spite, well, absolutely in spite of the trauma itself. Um, regardless, so amazing. So amazing. This song so good. Next up, Lana Del Rey put out a new song. I think it's all right. Forget it. I think I listened to it once. I liked it. I saved it. So it must've been good. <laughs> I didn't really review it. So if it's boring, I'm sorry. Cause like sometimes her music's a little boring, but sometimes it's amazing and she just knows what she's doing. But you know, she always knows what she's doing, but you know, I just, sometimes it doesn't meet my ears at midnight romantically <laughs> regardless. So here we go. Uh, Lana Del Rey, Wild at Heart. Here we go. What would you do? If I told you It made me crazy To see your pretty pics on Sunset Boulevard And it makes me lazy So I smoke cigarettes Just to understand the smog I love your lights like polka dots You're killing me Escaped all the ashes, ran into the dark, and it made me wild, wild, wild at heart. The cameras had flashes, they caused the car crashes, but I'm not a star. If you love me, you love me, cause I'm wild, wild at heart. If they love me, they'll love me Cause I'm wild, 
while at heart. This song's alright. She has better songs. I like it. I think she hangs on some of the lower melodies and a little too long, and some of the lyrics are a little like mm, predictable and boring. But I mean, the melodies are cool. She got some cool stuff going on there. I love the way that the structure changes and doesn't just carry through the way that it starts. Um, that's really cool. It's almost like it could be two different songs, but it does work really well together structurally. Um, I'm more just not as sold on her lyrical melodies and choices of words and, uh, you know, you know that's, that stuff. All that vocal melodies, whatever you want. I don't know. I'm a singer. I'm not a word guy. I'm not a talker. I'm not a talk guy. But I do a podcast because sometimes I just want to talk anyway, even though it's not, you know, the thing that I am and do. But, you know... Do you smell a fire? I don't smell a fire. I'm, I'm just kidding around. Um, you're not here. So even if there was, it's not like you could warn me. I mean, I'm, I'm in the past right now. You're, you're listening in the future. Like me right now to you listening. I, I could be, I could be anywhere. I could be, I could be in New Zealand <laughs> for all you know right now, you know, while you're listening because it's not, you know, when I'm saying these words, which is so, it's, it's a very, I, I, you, you must be wondering what that's like to say these words knowing that. And you you hearing it now and it not being weird to like hear that because you're, you're where you are. But you got to imagine like me being me right now and knowing that you're going to hear that in that context. It's freaky. It's freaky. I feel like I'm in a wormhole or something because I'm like imagining where I'll be when you hear this. You know, it's, it's weird. But I'm, I'm, I'm not imagining where, you, where you'll be because that would be kind of creepy and stocky. I'm, I'm not like that. I'm not, I'm not that type. I don't really... Uh, you know, I just kind of live my life. <laughs> Everybody's like trying to look for something. I'm just, I'm just trying to sit, sit here, smoke tons of marijuana. That's just, I, I like marijuana. It's good, good time. I, I love that I can, I love that I can say that now. I remember a time where you really had to be careful who you said that to. And it's, um, it's silly, you know, because it just, I had migraines for a great deal of my childhood and discovered weed when I was 15 and didn't get any migraines after that. And I could have, uh, you know, had I been able to have access to medical marijuana in uh, even middle school, I, you know, I had to miss weeks at a time because I would just get migraines every day and I wouldn't even be able to look at a light without getting nauseous. And then, like, I would have to toy around with different medications and it would kind of get it under control and it was just a very very weird and uh you know crappy thing that I couldn't control and now that I have such control over it and I can like just it's like I smoke it I'm like how did I ever get a migraine it's weird and um you know it definitely was difficult to have to kind of live in a place where I was judged for using it for that because I immediately like when I was 15 16 realized what it did for my migraines and had heard that it was being used very effectively in trials at that time. And, uh, and then it always had been, the THC had been a proven, you know, really great thing for migraines and many things. So it's just, it's very odd. It seems like we have to, it seems like you have to have millions of people know the truth as common knowledge before the lie gets exposed for what it is, you know, like the propaganda with marijuana and it being illegal for no reason and all of the, uh, you know, the real problem with that is the people that are in jail for low drug offenses with violent criminals. 
uh, that's a thing. That's a real thing. On top of, I mean, that's before you even mention the people that are falsely imprisoned for literally doing nothing, uh, which happens because, you know, prisons are a corporation and cops are paid to feed the corporation. And it's, um, it's a terrible system. Prison reform is the only thing that could put us anywhere close to a step forward to anything changing at all. Because the everything else is a symptom of the way that we run our prison systems. Like, uh, I mean, not, well, not everything else. I mean, everything else in the justice system, not the, you know, the, the low income communities themselves are, um, they, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the narrative was always that it was the minorities, which is completely just profoundly ridiculous. It is, uh, the fact that in the eighties, you couldn't get a home loan if you were an African-American. So you literally had to, you, you had no choice, not because of not having the means, but because they wouldn't allow you to move there because they wouldn't give you a home loan unless you were a white person. I'm, I'm surprised this isn't common knowledge for a lot of people, but um, the fact is the, it's been proven <laughs> that the CIA funneled crack cocaine into these low-income areas in, in, in Los Angeles, and we're specifically trying to disparage that commu- those communities. And this is actually like public record now. You can watch on Netflix a movie called Kill the Messenger, which is about a reporter who uh, interviewed Rick, the real Rick Ross, who Rick Ross named himself Ricky Ross, who uh, Rick Ross named himself after. And it, sh- it shows a de- dra- dramatization of him going and interviewing Ricky Ross. And this guy, this Nicaraguan guy, had been feeding Ricky Ross all of like million, $8 million of crack cocaine a week. A week for like a period of time into Los Angeles uh, in these low-income communities. And they the guy couldn't get rid of it fast enough. And essentially... Uh, well, no, he, 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 cause like the guy just kept piling the Nicaraguan guy who, who Ricky Ross just thought was a hardened criminal, but he wasn't, he was working for the government for like years that Ricky Ross, this actually hardened criminal thought that this guy was doing that. And this Nicaraguan man, uh, was giving, was doing this for the CIA specifically so that the CIA would give rebels in Nicaragua guns uh, to overthrow the Soviet regime that was trying to create a dictatorship to, to keep them all, (laughs) uh, you know, to, to, they would pretty much have made Nicaragua into a labor force of people that just have to work until they die is what Russia seemed to want to do in Nicaragua. So the CIA was like, well, Hey rebels, if, uh, if you want to get these guns to overthrow that Soviet regime, you know, we're not going to help you, but if you want you want those guns? You know, like, because we, we like to tote ourselves as this righteous superpower that goes and helps the little man. But that's not what we did in Nicaragua. We, we, we blackmailed them for, for crack cocaine with guns. <laughs> and this is public knowledge. So I'm not really afraid to talk about it because literally a movie on Netflix with a bunch of famous actors that was completely under-advertised. I wonder why. So uh, regardless, um, it's just, it's really silly to... Uh, to think about all the misinformation that we're fed on a regular basis. And, you know, that's the fact is the prison systems are despicable. There's nothing good about the way that we 
have prisons. And it's like we're, the, the, the misconception has always been that whoever goes to jail or gets arrested deserves it, which is we have learned over the years is so wrong in so many ways in this system. Because this system, uh, it's been, white supremacy has been found in the police force in general, not like everyone. I'm not saying that every cop is a white supremacist at all. That's because, I mean, you can be upset that I'm not saying that, but that's, it's not true. It's very much not true. But there is white supremacy in the police force, in the police unions. So um, there were KKK members identified in the police forces just, you know, a couple decades ago. It's it's not news, and it's just, it wouldn't be surprising to think that any of that you know maybe still exists somewhere in that society, and it's very scary to think about. But the fact is that existing has allowed for the prison systems to just prey upon minorities, and people are falsely imprisoned all the time. The Innocence Project, you need to go look them up right now and donate to them if you have any money. I'll make them the charity of the week. The charity of the week, Innocence Project. Go check them out. They save people all the time. They give them pro bono lawyers when they find that there's inconsistencies in their cases. And they have saved so many people from death row, from life sentences, for things that they never did, for things that they literally, literally never did and only went to jail because they were being judged falsely. And they, there was either evidence planted or misconstrued or they had, it's a lot of the time, a prosecutor that just wants to make a conviction and make an example out of somebody and isn't really concerned about who's guilty or not. And it's, that's horrifying. And it's like, it's not, they are bad people, but they're also a symptom. I mean, the, the fact is like, I mean, if you're a prosecutor that wrongly convicts anybody, even once for your political agenda, you're a terrible human being. You don't get to come back from that. Not in my opinion, but regardless, um, like knowing what the prison system is, no, you never get to come back from that. But regardless, the Innocence Project goes in with pro bono lawyers and they've saved thousands of people from life sentences, death row for things they never did. And it just, it goes to show, it's proof that this system does not take into account the truth all the time. And our sense of justice is completely half the time an umbrella for a nefarious agenda that is so shallow that you can't even comprehend it in comparison to this person who just now lost their life or is losing a portion of their life. Cause like, don't get it twisted. If you go to jail for whatever period you're in jail, you're not living your life. Your life is on pause. Nothing's happening. And you're living a, that's not a life. That's, that's just a horrifying reality. For some people, it's a life. For jailbirds, it's a life. But for people that are listening to this podcast, that's not you. (laughs) Hey, if it is, I'm sorry. Don't hunt me down. But regardless, uh, you know, I just, I think that most people are very good. And um, it just seems otherwise because of what we're presented on a daily basis. Anyway, prison reform, please donate to the Innocence Project. Please do it. Look them up. Uh, Next up, Blind Melon. Redux for a song called Strikes Back, featuring Rick G. Nelson of the Afghan Wigs. I love it. I haven't heard this song before. It says Redux, so I assume it's from before. So cool. I mean, I love Blind Melon. The vocals on this are just like, I can't wrap my head around it. Check it out. Blind Melon, Strikes Back, Redux. Yeah. 
Let's scream agitated, hot tempers divide, conversation guided by something that's not so pretty. They woman, slow down and think a little bit what you're saying. I said, wait, woman, in here before you and go spill more ruin in and out of the side of your face. It's been a long time, my friends, since I buried my worries and built my sins. Shake a lot of faith and burn a few times, and it takes a lot more to expire. say about it it's just so awesome it's so awesome oh my god i just got lost listening to it it's so good i love that band i love blind melon oh my god if you if you don't know who blind melon is please just go inform yourself pick any song doesn't matter it'll be good it's amazing they're amazing blind melon r.i.p shannon hoon the original singer is who died in mid 90s from a heroin overdose of course R.I.P. Man, that guy was amazing. Blind Melon, oh, so good. Next up, we got the historical shout out. Probably the first one um, with where the main the main voice of the band is is not passed away. Uh, so, you know, Elton John. I just I love this man. He's he's he's. They're putting out. They put out a box set for him. He still puts out new music. He's still, uh, you know, he's probably gonna tour when stuff comes back. I bet he will. He he did his like farewell thing, but I mean, come on. Come on. He's probably just like, well, just in case my health declines. And then if it, when it doesn't, he, he'll go back at it again. So, uh, and then I need to catch that. But this is a song I found on that box that I mentioned, and I had never heard it. And I think it's awesome. It's probably my favorite that I found on that box set. I've listened to it like 100 times. It's so good. So. Yeah. 
This song's cool as heck. I love Elton John. He's just amazing. His voice is... Like, he, he's a piano player. That's the thing that a lot of people don't like. You know, people don't realize he's not, like, a singer by nature. He was a tr- classically trained piano player that was accepted into, like, a, a very advanced school at a very young age and just classically trained his whole life. One of the best piano players probably still on the planet. He's just amazing um the things that he can do and i mean obviously he's he's a gay icon he's you know he's you talk about representation in the music industry like he he was the you know he was one of those guys in the 70s that was just like yeah i'm gay and that's just what it is you're gonna have to deal with that and people did people should anyway without you being a world-class talent you know even if you're just Joe Schmo you should be able to be gay if you want to it's ridiculous if I want to be gay I have every right to be gay and I should be able to do that without any judgment but I mean Elton John never cared he just never cared regardless and I mean you know I feel I feel very pedantic even just you know stating this but I, I'm not I'm not gay but I mean at the same time you know what if I was you got a problem <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm very much about people living their lives, and Elton John is one of those people who's just like, I'm going to live my life. And guess what, other people? Look at me. I'm living my life. You can live your life too. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Fabulous. Just like that. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I love Elton John. He's a spectacular voice, regardless of not being like a classically trained singer. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, when you If you watch the movie Rocket Man, it, it shows that he wasn't writing his lyrics. Um, th- so he just had a friend that was writing lyrics, just just had sheets of lyrics. And Elton would read them and put them to music. Like like a lot of his classic songs uh, were pieces that he just was reading the lyrics and was just like on a piano and created the song around the lyrics. As a songwriter, I can tell you that is such an extremely like incomprehensibly difficult thing to do unless you're just so fluent on your instrument that it's practically like another limb. It just takes such a great deal of practice and there's very few people on this planet that can do the things that Elton John can do and if any, you know. Um, So familiarize yourself with Elton John if you have not. 
if you are a, a music lover like me. Yes, indeed. Well, that's our show. Um, I didn't really find any very good news. Uh, hmm. Journey members, members settled the dispute about the name. Now they all own the name. They they agreed that they all contribute. All right, so yeah. The article's in the description if you want to read it. Kind of cool. What's all these court cases? Come on, guys. I don't know. I have no idea. I've never been a musician at that level. One day when I am, I'll let you know. <laughs> am I kidding? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, next up, Winnipeg Band. Find success in the Philippines despite the pandemic. Um, I just want to make sure I say their name. Very cool. The 1221. The band is called the 1221 and like, uh, like the date 12-21 and they, they're from the, uh, from the Philippines. Oops. Oops. A daisy. I kicked you. I kicked, yes, you, the listener. Ah, and lights in my face. But yeah, so, um, regardless, 1221, uh, they got a record deal. <laughs> Because they're on Spotify's Fresh Finds, and they were definitely not expecting to do well over this pandemic, you know, as if any musician was. So, uh, very cool. 1221, go check them out. That's super awesome. Good for them. <laughs> the other one, Radio Indispensable to 7 out of 10 Vehicles, says some survey after the pandemic, because vehicles are... Yes, if you want to read about that article. Uh, Trump called Ted Nugent a handsome devil, and now that's the title of Ted Nugent's album, because he was so convinced that he was a handsome devil, because Trump said it. That's funny. Uh, Willie Nelson's Luck Reunion petitioning to make 420 a national holiday. They are petitioning to make 420 a national holiday. I repeat. Yeah. Pretty cool. I'd sign that petition. Give it to me. <laughs> Again, I love marijuana. Here, what, do, what are we going to do about it? Charity of the Week, Innocence Project. Seriously, go check out the Innocence Project. Very serious. Um, they are giving people who've been falsely convicted and are either sitting on death row awaiting an execution for something they didn't do or are in prison for something that they didn't do, and they're giving them free lawyers, and they're getting them off by reviewing their case and finding the inconsistencies um, or the evidence that was tampered with or whatever, and they're getting them off. So please donate to the Innocence Project. You cannot imagine the horrors they are saving some of these people from that they did nothing to deserve. It's very scary. Um, But don't wait until it happens to somebody that you know to get involved with trying to at least inform yourself about how terrible the prison system is in this country. Um, you know, could be argued that it's better than a lot of other countries, but, you know, I mean, does that mean it's good? No, definitely does not at all mean it's good, not even in the slightest bit. So I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. You're amazing. Stay beautiful. Who am I kidding? Of course you're going to stay beautiful. You don't know how to do anything other than that. Forgot I need